listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Wednesday the 13th of April. This is Recap brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Crystal. Kia ora, how you going, Jose? Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and be, be my buddy on the old recap today. Oh yeah, the McUsual Wednesday, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I love it. What's uh, what, we've got a lot to talk about today, but I do want to know what your plans are for Easter. Uh, it involves chilling, brunch, chocolate, hot cross buns, books, <laughs> and planting some bulbs, which, you know, shows my age, I think. <laughs> now, I know this is Sharesies, not Swearsies, but that sounds awesome. That, Brilliant. That sounds like a really great Easter. I hope you have a wonderful Easter, uh, Crystal. That sounds incredible. Thanks. I hope you have a wonderful one too. Thank you. Today we're kicking off with a look at what inflation is doing here in New Zealand. Maybe just a little peek at the United States. And in particular, we're going to look at the Reserve Bank's announcement earlier today on the official cash rate. So inflation is why we go to the supermarket and see the price of broccoli and we're just horrified, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, it's best described, that is inflation is best described as the general increase in the price of goods and services over time. Uh, note that it also corresponds with a reduction in the purchasing power of your money. So for example, where once you could buy you know, three stalks of broccoli for $4, say, it now costs you $6. You you simply just can't buy as much with the same amount of money. So what's been ha- sort of happening out there to make this all go on? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, there's been numerous drivers of inflation around the world. COVID and its effect on supply chains and labour. You've got the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That's impacting fuel and food trade. And climate change and the effect it's having on some crops. And in response, inflation in the U.S. has hit a 40-year high of 8.5% per the latest data that was released just this morning. Here in New Zealand, inflation is at 5.9%. Now, that's the highest it's been in three decades. So accordingly, food prices are 7.6% higher than they were a year ago. Fruit and veggies, they're up 18%. And meat and fish has increased by 7.6%. Whoa, yeah, those numbers are scary. So a little bit of inflation is generally considered healthy for economies. However, too much is something that central banks don't like to see as it makes the cost of living much higher and erodes purchasing power, right? Yeah, that's that's spot on. And so what central banks usually do to keep inflation in check is to use monetary policy. And the tool used to do this is the lifting and raising of interest rates in New Zealand. This is called the official cash rate, or OCR. Now, by increasing interest rates, central banks can dull down people and companies' desires to go out and borrow money. So if it costs you relatively more to borrow money, you might, for example, put off taking out a loan to buy a boat or car or you know to, to, to clean up or do renovations on your house. 
or you might be more tempted to save money instead of spending it, knowing that you can get a higher interest rate at the bank compared to before. And with less money out there circulating in the economy, this can help take some heat out of inflation. Yeah, but it's a delicate balance, right? You know, you can go too far the other way, which could be detrimental to economic growth. Yeah, and that's why central banks tend to nudge the OCR back and forth by little bits. The Reserve Bank in New Zealand, for example, is tasked with keeping inflation between 1% and 3%, with target inflation of 2%. So the bank will adjust the OCR as they see fit to keep this to keep within this band. So what's the deal with the OCR announcement today? Okay, so the Reserve Bank lifted the rate 50 basis points to 1.5%. Now, that's on the larger side of what economists were thinking would happen. But the Reserve Bank says that the larger move means they have more flexibility to respond in what they call an uncertain economic environment. Yeah, so, you know, for anyone that was wondering, you know, the official cash rate is essentially the rate at which banks can borrow and lend money from the Reserve Bank. So this in turn affects the interest rates that banks can offer to their customers, both in terms of interest rates that you can borrow at and interest rates that you receive on savings accounts. Yeah, it's really interesting to know the mechanics of that. And so but taking that into account, we would expect to see interest rates go up. Some analysts are even predicting it could push mortgage rates up to 6%. Interest rates can also have implications for investors. Higher interest rates typically put negative pressure on share prices. This is because when valuing a company, a higher interest rate can make the value of future expected cash flows of the company, as measured in today's dollars, relatively lower. There's also other factors at play, like it makes the cost of borrowing money more expensive for companies and consumers. Uh, But there's lots of factors that go into it. Different sectors are impacted differently. So as the self-appointed Lululemon correspondent, <laughs> uh, I have an update on something they are doing in the sustainability space. No, I, I, I don't know that I've heard that many. I, I don't think I've heard like sustainability and fashion retailers generally used kind of in the same sentence. So this would seem to be somewhat unorthodox. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong there. Um you know, usually it's the other way around. They're causing more problems. But Lululemon has announced today that they are launching a trade-in and resale program for gently used uh, leggings, tops, and jackets later this month in the US. So the rollout of the Like New program comes after the retailer tested a successful pilot program prompted by rising consumer prices and a commitment to sustainable purchasing. So how will this actually work? Uh, will you take your old leggings in store and get some cold hard cash? So not exactly. So they've said that the items can only be gently used uh, and underwear items are excluded, which, you know, I think is a good thing. <laughs> and uh, you're trading in your items not for cash, but for a gift card, which you can use at any of the retailers' US stores. So you'll be able to buy from a selection of used items and it will be like a separate section of the website with more items being added every day. So who are they trying to target with this program and what makes them think that there will be lots of interest in this? So according to Maureen Erickson, who is the Senior Vice President of Global Guest Innovation, which is quite a mouthful, um, it will attract customers who are looking for deals, basically. And that tends to kind of skew younger and they tend to be value-based shoppers as well. But it's kind of interesting to note that the resale market has been rising in popularity in the US and the market mm. was estimated at about like $15 billion back in 2021, but it's expected to more than triple to $47 
$1 billion by 2025. Uh, Ericsson noted that a number of third-party resale sites already have lots of these, you know, gently used Lululemon products. So by launching their own resale platform in-house, they're looking to scoop up those sales and boost repeat customers. Do you reckon there's a lot of uh, secondhand Lululemon products sold on the likes of Trade Me in New Zealand? Yeah, for sure. You constantly see it listed. It's also, you know, on Facebook Marketplace and in various, you know, fashion Facebook groups. So there's a real market for it, even in New Zealand. And I mean, we just talked about it before, but does the timing of them bringing in this have anything to do with inflation? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as you said before, America is feeling it similar to New Zealand, even higher. And they're seeing those, you know, increased prices on everything from petrol to milk as well. So as we also discussed a couple of weeks ago, Lululemon is actually looking at a selective price increase uh, to help offset some of the pressures it was facing on its supply chain. So it's thought that as inflation lingers, it could push more Americans to kind of hunt for those good deals and discounts and feel more comfortable about shopping for secondhand clothing. So does this offering play into any wider sustainability goals too? Yeah, so the Like New program is also seen as a commitment to the environment with the retailer hoping to reduce the amount of its products that end up in the country's landfills. And the company's also working towards several sustainability goals, including making 100% of its products with sustainable materials and end-of-use solutions by 2030. So can anyone just wander in store, uh, even in New Zealand, and uh, trade or buy the secondhand items right now? So right now, US only, and you know you can only buy the products online, but they aren't ruling out bringing it to um, you know actual stores in the US, and hopefully we see it on the side of the world in stores soon as well. And finally, how did the market react to this news? So Lululemon closed on Tuesday at US $377.50, which is up 2% on the previous close. So, Jose, I was really interested in that story you had yesterday about New Zealand news outfits looking to collectively bargain with Meta and Google, and then I saw there was a bit of an update on that today. Ah, yes, there is. Uh, So the News Publishers Association, or the MPA, Uh, got provisional approval by the Commerce Commission to begin group bargaining with those two tech giants. Uh, The aim of that is to get some sort of payment for MPA members' content that appears on Meta and Google platforms. A while back, we also talked about NZME and how that company kind of split off from the MPA to seek their own agreement with Meta. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I saw in the news today. So have they actually reached an agreement? Yes, they have. NZME informed the New Zealand Stock Exchange this morning it had signed a commercial agreement with Meta. Now, this deal is a little bit different to a deal NZME had signed with Google last month. That was a straight money for content deal, which is expected to add about $6 million to the company's yearly earnings. This agreement with Meta is more of a support deal to help NZME with what they call digital transformation projects. Meta will provide money to NZME to support their subscriber growth and retention. The CEO, Michael Boggs, said that NZME's March earnings forecast included the Meta deal. And just quickly before we go, today New Zealand King Salmon entered a trading halt. The NZX advised the the market that the halt had been requested ahead of the company's full-year results. And then this afternoon, King Salmon released its results and details of a capital raise. They have announced a fully underwritten rights offer. So basically, they're offering to issue 2.85 new shares 
for every one that exists at 7pm on the 26th of April. The offer opens the next day on the 27th and closes on the 6th of May. The issue price is set at 15 cents per new share. So the company is looking to raise just over $60 million and in their results today, they reported that rising water temperatures have led to high fish mortality. So in turn, that's contributed to a $73 million loss despite a 20% uptick in sales. They say proceeds from the capital raise will go towards a new fishing model where it concentrates on fish farming in colder waters. Now, if you're interested in rights offers in general, particularly as we're in the middle of Air New Zealand's capital raise, I would highly recommend tuning into tomorrow's Shared Lunch. Francis Cook will be talking to Philip Ascroft from Chapman Trip. Philip has handled a lot of capital raises in his time and has also been involved in the King Salmon offer. There is a link for that in the episode description, should you be interested. That was a recap for the 13th of April. Thank you for listening. Oh, a big old chunky show today. We'd love you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. And you can also leave a voice message. There is a link to that in the episode description. So tomorrow being Thursday, it's Recap's Away Day. And then, of course, it's Easter. So Recap won't be back until next Tuesday. Until then, enjoy yourselves. Happy Easter. Bye.